It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. Old National Bank. Get, get old. Get Dr. Well, you Ken. always call me old, so I just replaced it. You know what? You're, you're, you're not old. Look, I'm old. I'm trying to hold you're on seasoned. to it. So when people ask me to do stuff, I'm going to be like, I can't do that. And Denise Thomas. Like, are we really debating this? They were comparing, like, the rappers in the South, like, um, Trick Daddy, Scarface. <laughs> And comparing them to Jay-Z. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. You are listening to the Truth Segment on 620 WTOJ. We're coming to you live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio inside 3rd Street Market Hall in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we want to hear from you. Your voice is valuable. Our old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. In the studio live with me, yours truly, DT, Denise Thomas. We have the Dr. Ken Harris, who you can hear every weekday morning on Wisconsin. According to the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association is the number one show in the entire state. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. every weekday. On 101.7 FM, The Truth. And you can also hear Denise Thomas mornings. Every morning. Every weekday morning. 7 The Truth. From 7 7 a.m. to 9. 9. We start your day off giving you live. They chose Jack Me last Wednesday, boy. Let me tell you. What'd they do? Let me tell you. Well, we got caught. I was fine until they kept giving me these questions I had to answer. And then they got to talking about marriage and how long folks was married. And then they asked me this one question that I shall not repeat, but they was kind of cool with my answer. So it was pretty cool. Why would you tell us that and not be willing to share the question? Now we want to know. Because I'm a contrarian. And we also have Corey (laughs) Smith, who we've just given him his radio persona name, y'all. C. C. Smith. Smith. Hello. Hello. So before the break, we were talking about how we're showing up in 2024. It's been a lot Mm -hmm. for Americans Regardless of how you identify, it has been quite the interesting year. And you know what? There are some people right now who are listening that are saying, oh, hey, 2023 was a great year for me. It was productive. I made money. Let me tell you right now, you were the exception. And I'm proud and happy for you. <laughs> but for the rest of us who, you know, did not have that same experience. Who, who, who as my grandmother said, got their struggle buggy. Exactly. Yeah, buddy. As we're entering in this new year, we have a presidential election. We're funding two separate wars in the amounts of multiple billions of dollars. We now have a country that is clearly further divided when it comes to embracing Race, difference. Elections, politics. It just embracing difference. Like, for size. example, <laughs> if I disagree with you, Dr. Ken, in the workplace, it literally could be where HR has to get involved just because I said I disagree. <laughs> and... For me, I want to be clear, because before break, I, I had made a profound, which could be have perceived as a profound statement or declaration that DE&I is over. <laughs> it's kind of like when Nas said hip-hop is dead. What? From my lens, based on the reception yep. of, of, of reminding or activating a sense of embracing difference, that is not rejected. I want to be clear. Because people truly want to understand, like, how can I be a a healthy colleague? You know, how can I motivate myself and others? But when you say the D-E-N-I term, 
that ruffles some fla- feathers. I've had people associate wokeness with DE&I. And I'm like, okay, so is it a bad thing to want to understand how to collectively in a productive and healthy way work with somebody who's different from you? And it's just not race. It could be perspective. Dr. Ken and I disagree all the time. Do you know, Dr. Ken? No, let me actually tell this to Corey. Corey, do you real? Do you know this? When Dr. Ken and I first started the show, Evan, how long have we been doing this show, Dr. Ken and I? If you just take a guess, how long do you think? Two years? Two years. Three, I think this is year three, maybe. Year three? Not just this audience, this valued listening audience, but listeners on the truth. Anytime Dr. Ken and I were, the, the general assumption or assessment would be, ooh, y'all don't like each other. Based on what? Well, you guys always disagree. That's healthy. That's how you learn. No, it's not. You hurt my feelings, and then I've got to go cry. And then that's what people will try to say. They'll say, oh, well, it's not like you and Dr. Ken were arguing. I even had, I'm not going to say who it was, somebody here right. reached out to me and said, you know, is it, it, are you okay? Because I know you know you and Dr. Ken, y'all see. And I'm like, I am not one of those people. <laughs> You're not a crybaby snowflake. <laughs> However, you, I just, I don't have a problem with someone saying, Denise, I disagree. Because to me, that triggers like, why? Why? Maybe I might learn yep. something. Yep. Yeah. That's so Maybe I might gain a further understanding. Yep. Yeah, I have right. plenty. Let me be clear, y'all, and then I'm going to shut up. I have plenty of white friends, Asian American friends, uh, Arab American friends, Latin, Hispanic American friends, gay friends, queer friends. I have friends from all walks Indian. of life. Korea, all walks of life. I visited pretty much Taiwan. every continent, <laughs> yeah, every yeah, continent yeah. on earth except Antarctica. I have visited and hung out with the natives. You and the penguins. Okay. I say all that to say this. I don't have a problem embracing difference, yep. even if I don't agree with it. It doesn't mean I'm going to cancel you. Like when people call this, say, I'm not going to listen to the show anymore. Why? Because what you're saying doesn't make sense. No, what I'm saying is different from what you feel. Because it comes down to perspective. Right. So I just want I, well, going into yeah. going into the new year. I just want to get everybody's thoughts. And yeah. again, our old National Bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six two zero. Are we prepared? Because this year is going to be the year that challenges us to truly the major, democracy. Whoever gets the majority of the votes are going to be is going to be president. Are we ready for that? If the president that we want does not win, well, you don't have a choice. <laughs> oh, January six was very yeah. clear that if I don't get what I want, and I'm I'm conditioned to believe that the others are taking over, and this country no longer belongs to us, so therefore I'm going to attack and demand that the vice president be assassinated, and the speaker of the house Pelosi be assassinated, and and my my president is tr- like if that's Hey, but I'm just that's saying. the reason why we need. That's why we live in a democratic republic, and that's why we need the electoral college. And everybody wanted to get rid of the electoral college, but they didn't understand that all the votes, if we go with a majority, a straight majority, lie in four or five states, and that's Whoa. it. So it wouldn't matter where you lived if you didn't live in that area, your vote would be basically canceled. So, so one of the ways to stop people coming in and taking over, we got the numbers, is Electoral College. It balances everything. 
so that those huge population states, California, Texas, Texas Florida, Florida. Y- y'all get equalized with the rest of us right. who don't have it. Well, that's not the case. Man. But most people don't understand how that works. So, man. So what? I want to get back real quick to the, the corporate DEI initiatives that people are upset So when about. we come back, we're going to go. Corey, you got the mic. As soon as we come back from break, okay. we're going to go right into it. And we're going to talk about the UW system. That And <laughs> really quick side note. If you are concerned about your privilege or supremacy being hindered based on a population growing, this this country could be 98 percent black or brown. Trust me, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Your power will not be infringed upon. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Corey Smith. Denise Thomas and Dr. Ken Harris. And Evan's here too. Jessica Gatzo's here from the WTMJ Breaking News Center. We got everybody here tonight. It's a party. Corey, it's a party. you were saying. So DEI. Yes. What's going on? Corporate work environment. I think from a strategic standpoint, the corporations really need to get out in front of that. Um, resistance is growing toward it, but it needs they need to stop labeling these initiatives, diversity and inclusion initiatives, and just simply preach allyship throughout the corporate structure. Just preach working together, preach allyship. And one another thing you could actually do is incentivize leaders in the organization. Literally incentivize and accountability. Them. Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah. If it's not if you're Good not accountable, you're yeah. not going to do it. Good or bad. You for, think, you think for, I'm going to make an effort to do something that's not a part of my goals and objectives I'm being measured right, on? Right. But but incentivize them having diverse work streams like and how? teams. Simply ju- judge them on how their, how their team is structured. Do you have what, what is the makeup of your team? You can't have unless you're you're working on a specialty. But you can't you, use quotas. That's illegal. Yeah, but you can't have. You, you, yes, you can. No, you can't. How? That's illegal. So quotas quota? in, uh, in America are illegal in the workplace. How do, you, how do you determine a quoted or not? Right. The United States Supreme Court said. No, no, no. no. That, I'm, let me, no, no. I'm answering your question. No, I said how do you determine whether it's a quota or not? The United States Supreme Court said that when you compare one to the other and assign a number to it and put a ceiling on it, right? Even right, though but, it's artificial, it's a quota. Right, but when an organization so, says we want X amount of minorities – percentage of minorities to make up our organization. And they do that, that, that every day, that's, all day. That's a quota. Yeah. Well, it's not that they... You can't... <laughs> it's not a... How, how can I say this? As long as you leave it... One of the reasons why it's separated out and put in its own space is because I can use it as a goal. Right. Right? Right. The issue is when you reach your goal. I want, I want 20% women in my organization. The problem is this. I got 20. We're done. Exactly. And that is why you don't you can't use quotas because yeah. what I'll do is flip it and go, we got enough of y'all. Like, what, what are we doing? Right? So the issue I have with that is when you say allyship, I didn't ask you to be my ally. What I need you to do is just do exactly what you said. Do what you said you were gonna do. Be accountable. Yep. Do the hiring. Right. 
Use meritocracy, not meritocracy, right? right. Everybody right. look like you. Hey, everybody owns it. Meritocracy. Uh, just, everybody has ownership. And I don't believe in incentivizing. It. Like, right. I don't believe that I have to be incentivized to do the right thing. You mean I, I can't pay you to get grades? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, oh, this, this is what I love. I was an F student. Now I got a D. Can I, can I get no right. more? It's like, right. what? Oh, we, I, I went to school, Illinois State University. Okay. High potential student program. I go in. I transferred from University of Illinois. You only got it because you're black. I roll in. Technically, I got it because I was black. And then, and then when I Diversity go in, hype. she right. says, "Oh yeah, so oh you'll love it because if you get an A, you get three hundred dollars, and if you get a B, you get two hundred dollars." I said, "Excuse me, ma'am." Yeah, I said, "What is this prostitution?" Mm. She looks at me like, "What?" I said, "So are you are you paying white students to go get good grades?" Was that your last or, day of school, or is it or is it the or are we like what? <laughs> I'm with Corey. What happened after that? Were you still a student? Yeah, I was still a student. She made me a peer counselor. Ah. Because what I said is that if you're not targeting this to the people that need it and not me, I transferred here under, first of all, how did I end up in this program when I got in under regular admissions? Well. Oh, you put all your black students in. I was going to say. So you just make quota. Exactly. And that's a problem. And I want to be clear to our non-black listeners. I have never left a meeting where my performance was being measured and or evaluated. So, like, I've worked for some pretty large companies where it's rack and stack. You right. take you take right. your your team members, your employees, and you say, okay, so we got a hundred employees. Based on what we're trying to do next year, thirty of them got to go. Yep. They, no question, we got to find thirty of these hundred. So thirty of these got to go. And so then they start to rack and stack. Okay, they say, okay, so if you get below this score or or income or level of work, done. And, you know, certain people actually filed lawsuits. But again, I digress. So my point is this. For our non-black listeners, I really want to be clear. And again, I'm being monolithic, but I think Corey just helped me out here. <laughs> the majority of non-white people do not feel good and warm and fuzzy about being told well, you're a diversity candidate. We, you know, we needed, we needed somebody, yep. you know, that could just apply. We're really not right. going to give you the job, but and we need you to apply. That that does not it's give garbage. us warm and fuzzy feeling. Like I don't yep. want anybody to think that it's oh, I'm yep. trying to. Yeah, we're going to take over and we're going to use this affirmative action. No, I I want to know that I was hired based on my competencies, my skill sets, my intelligent quoting, my intellectual. Acumen. Uh, acumen. I, that's what I, I don't. Yep. I don't want to be. Yep. Oh, Very true. shoot! We got a double win. She black and she a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard that throughout my career. She count twice. Right. She count twice. She count twice. Twice. It's a winner. Yeah. Yeah. We come back. When, when we come back, I want to delve more into the DEI piece, not from a corporate. Okay. But from a higher education. Yeah. Point. Ooh. Under we attack. Got, we got some. We got some college presidents that are under fire right now, including yeah. Harvard University, yeah. University of and, Pennsylvania, and MIT. And she ain't been in a job a good six months. And she's a black woman. Yeah. And the University of Penn is a woman. Yeah. And I, all of them are women. And MIT is a woman. Yeah. Old National Bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Welcome back Welcome to The back. Truth on WTMJ. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's mine, it's mine. Whose world is this? The old national.
National Bank Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Happy, happy Sunday. I know it's a lot of good football going on right now. So for those that are listening, thank you so much. We've got Dr. Ken Harris from Truth in the Afternoon on our sister station, The Truth, as well as community advocate and leader, Corey Smith, who, by the way, just earned his new radio persona name, which is C. Smith. And that's what. Well, do you accept the. Yeah, that's true. Do you accept that's it? That's the question. I do. All right. All right. By the powers vested in Dr. Ken and I, we now crown you C. C. Smith. Smith. C. Smith, based on your experience, based on your professional trajectory, you know, you were, you were talking about rebranding, not repurposing. I want to be clear. And I love how you said that. We're not talking about repurposing how inclusion and embracing difference in the workplace needs to change. We're not saying that. We are saying from a branding standpoint, obviously people are triggered by the acronym DE&I. Yeah. And so you were saying that, you know, incentivize. And I was like, uh, why do I need to be incentivized to do the right thing, though? That's the right thing to do in the workplace is to make sure that people feel valued and they feel that they belong, even if they don't look like the CEO or their manager. Yeah, I just think it's important. I mean... When you when you use the label DNI, there will naturally be others who feel alienated, whether it's justified or not. I agree. We can, we can get into the histrionics, the history of that. Um, but I think from a corporate standpoint, it is this going to be more beneficial if you rebrand DEI just strictly for allyship, working together, jointly getting things done from a strategic standpoint, accomplishing your goals as an organization. Uh, and and making sure that you you promote from within, uh, you build a strong pi- uh, pipeline for those aspiring to be leaders, uh, and that's how you kind of combat so that incentive. resistance to DNI. You you could also incentivize leaders for, you know, if X amount of people got promoted on your watch, that's showing that you have a healthy atmosphere. That's showing like. You can incentivize those types of things from a corporate standpoint. Well, on the old National Bank Talk and Text line, which is 855-616-1620, a valued listener says, as a black man, I disagree. I think, and they disagree with what I said regarding affirmative action. Um, They said, as a black man, I disagree, or he said, I think that we should be getting more advantages in education and the workforce. This country never gave us reparation for what they put us through, and now it's some form of racism that we're getting some help. It's great to say that people should be hired and accepted based on merit, but with the racial inequalities in education and wealth, I don't see that as a solution right now. And for this person, let me just say this really quick, Dr. Ken. I agree with you. Let me clarify what I said. Right. Black people do not wake up in the morning saying, man, I hope they hire me because I'm black. Do, 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 do we deserve reparation? Absolutely. Do we deserve to be hired and accepted? On merit, that's what I'm saying. But yes, the reality is the racial inequities do impact us. But I'm not saying that we shouldn't get more advantages. I'm saying that black people do not wake up in the morning and say, man, I can't wait to apply for this job because I know they're going to hire me because I'm black. Well, I think <laughs> I'm a ride for the black woman first uh, when it comes to this, because from an educational standpoint, black women are the most educated in this country. But so yet we, most we, disregarded. They don't need no favors. They've earned it. Uh, and so I would like to see the brothers come up and, and, and get more educated uh, or at least get educated on the level with our sisters. But they don't need no favor. Do. They've earned that. But the first thing we have to do is stop comparing it and telling us to come up. 
because now we continue. We're, we're doing what they do to us, mm. right? We're comparing one to the other. You do you. Which further creates fair. what division? Because, yeah. Yeah, because, they're, because they're more women. So of That's course they'll, that that type of thing. The ally piece again. I'm I'm just against that because you have to ask me to be my ally. Don't just assume and roll in and say, "Hey, I'm gonna help y'all," because that's that savior complex yeah, but, that got us in this problem. Yeah, but you don't have to call it allyship. But that's what you did. You can call it jointly working together. You, you again, can rebrand it how again, you want. No, allyship don't work if you don't ask me first. That that's what I'm saying. I need like. Oh, I'm just going to help you, Denise. I just, well, wait, 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 wait. Did I ask for help? No. Well, then what are you doing? Well, for well, me, we so know are, you need help. So are you talking that's sponsorship? The, or? That's the white mentality piece of always thinking, well, you know, you need help anyway. So, Well, I, here's here. my thing. There's a, difference, there's a difference between allyship and advocacy. So from my experience, allyship is I stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. We here at Company So-and-So. We do not believe in any type. That's allyship. Advocacy is I saw what you did or I heard what you said. And you make correction. And you make, you take corrective action. Yes. That's what That's what we need. That's what we need. So that's so this, yeah. this, this person has said as a black man that I think we should be getting more advantages. It's not about necessarily advantages. It's more like advocacy as far as I'm concerned. Right. I need you to advocate that when people say we don't need to hire or we don't need to uh, factor in race when looking at college admissions. OK, well, I get that. But if this is truly a country of the United States of America, where everyone has an opportunity to to thrive and be successful. And you got two percent non-white students on camp that to me is like wait a minute this is not representing oh it's merit y'all just not smart anyway (laughs) and that's why i have an issue with allyship because you're now you're coming in and you're when i'm done and i make it you know the first thing they're gonna say i did that Mm -hmm. that's what allyship causes see Mm -hmm. i did that yeah i I saved i saved that person no you didn't save me because i didn't ask you to save me if you create no. allyship from a corporate Absolutely structure, Absolutely you're, you're breaking it down into Absolutely specifics. Not. It has to be specific because no. what got us in trouble is generality. You, you can preach allyship ge- no. as an organizational corporate mission. Absolutely not. They do it you cannot time. be an ally to somebody that does not want you. They've been forcing this on us for 400 years. See, I hope to see. I'm going to agree with. I'm but you know saying, what? Here's dude. the thing, though. I feel you, but. I, and when I say this, I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be offensive. Just hear me when I say this, Corey. When, when you're in an environment, a certain environment, every mm. day, every day, every day, and then, you know, like you, you I, I've been there. And then when you get out of that environment and you take a look and you're like, huh. So I get I get why you feel the way you do because that's your environment. Right. But I also agree with you Dr. Ken because here's my thing. I don't need you to say I'll walk with you. I need you to say, "Hey, I, that what they don't that ain't cool." Right. And I'm going to advocate and, right. and and Well, that's accountability. Well, exactly. Yeah. But there has to be yeah. action behind it. And the only thing that drives right. leadership don't take nothing. is accountability. You yep. just hit the nail on the head. Boom. Well, you, you need go. both. You you need both. I need what? You need accountability. 
Absolutely. And what and, else? And allyship. No, nope. absolutely I'm good not. on that. No. Nope. I need advocacy and accountability. I don't need you to be my friend. 8332. I don't need you Luke, to sit and have lunch See, with me. See, y'all done upset me so bad, I'm giving the truth <laughs> phone number. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Denise Thomas, C. Smith, Dr. Ken Harris. Can you handle the truth? You can handle the truth. Jack Nicholson, one of my favorites. Jack Nicholson came and did all of his scenes because he was working on another movie. I love it. That he did all of his scenes for the entire movie in one day. A few good men. In one day. Are you serious? One day. That's an OG right there. That's an OG. Man, yeah. one of the best. Jack Nicholson, what? I mean, look at all his roles. I know we're digressing from what we were talking about, but, you know, I believe in, I don't care. I don't care what you look like. If you a goat, if you're a gr- yeah. give credit Listen, where credit is due. When you're good at, look, watch this. Me and Sting are probably at opposite ends of probably everything in life. But when that man sings and, Who? at Sting. Oh, yes. And play, Sting is a goat. He's I, a goat. Yeah. I don't care what you, there's just Rod some things that just. The, the, of all the songs you, you pick, of all the, the songs you pick, light. you pick Roxanne. Put on the red light. Can we put on the stop sign put for singing? Put on the red light, <laughs> Roxanne. Okay, 855-616-1620. So, speaking of movies, go the see state, Napoleon too. The 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 the, the state of Wisconsin <laughs> in, so in the in the guise of the legislature has been trying to eliminate. Um, DEI efforts, which clearly they don't understand what it was meant for, and they have those buzzwords for DEI just like they have for um, that other black stuff that be going around about teaching and you know, oh, you can't teach that. It's it's anyway. So, in a meeting Saturday morning, the board overseeing Wisconsin's public universities voted nine to eight against the deal brokered between UW System President Jay Rothman and legislative. Republican leaders. Even sitting in the meeting this morning, I felt anxiety, said Bailey Jones, a student at UWM. I think everyone did, students and the regents. There's a lot at stake with the whole situation. The meeting came after UW system officials announced a deal on Friday that agreed to freeze hiring for diversity positions, restructure current diversity staff positions into serving all students. The regents voted against, which I completely applaud. Voted against the deal with something many on UWM's campus were happy about. And so you're saying you're happy with that? Well, yes, because Why? Robin Voss released a statement saying it's a shame they denied employees their raises and almost $1 billion investment that would have made. So Robin Voss tied up getting rid of DAI with the raises. So it's actually his fault that the people aren't getting their raises. And and so he's never quite explained what's the problem with DEI. Like, why do you personally have an issue with something that clearly you don't understand? Clearly you have no grasp of it, but you're putting it in line with pretty much. Oh, that's the story of like, OK, that's the story. Like, for example, and Corey, I know you got some input because of your intellect. What's the, what's the gentleman's name? He's running for president on the Republican ticket. Santis. Vivek. Vivek. Oh, yeah. Robin Swamy. Yeah. And yeah. The, the the young lady who's running also mm-hmm. for president. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. All right. Thank you. 
I was like, are you? So if y'all don't remember, Don Lemon was fired from CNN. And although it was not formally disclosed, I personally believe that the interview that he had with Mr. Vivek was the straw that broke the camel's back for CNN and they fired him. Now, if you haven't seen this interview, you have to YouTube it or Google it, whatever search engine that you use. Vivek, he got a lot. I can't wait for him to come to Milwaukee because I definitely want to have a conversation with him. He speaks from so many different lenses that he has had absolutely no experience. This man, who obviously is not black, looked at Don Lemon in his eyes and started to just talk about what black people needed and what black people have done. Never been black before. Now, fast forward to the <laughs> to the presidential debate, the most recent one, with Vivek, Miss Haley, Chris Christie, and who else? Because um, some of them didn't show up. It was, oh, Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. It was Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Haley, yeah. and Vivek. And I, I, I don't want to I don't want to mispronounce his last name, so that's why. No, it's yeah. He goes in saying that Nikki Haley was Vicky or Nikki? Nikki Haley. Nikki yep. Haley was not qualified to be president right. because she couldn't name the th- three provinces in Ukraine. Right. Yeah, he has. He, he has. equated, he was like, you know, you know nothing about foreign policy, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right? So he's basically humiliating her, attempting Correct. to humiliate her. Well, hold on. Let me finish. You on American soil. And I guarantee you, if I were to ask him to name five black civil rights leaders or five legislations that have benefited black people in this country, it would have been crickets. But yet we give Ukraine as a country billions of dollars. Corey, if I gave you a billion dollars every day and didn't know your name, would you care? No. Exactly. It, but but yet you you probably can't even name anything to do with what's going on in this country and you humiliate I was floored. Like he he doesn't even need to be. He is what you call uh he needs to be like a, a CEO of some very private small sector company because he looks at everything from his point of view and while trying to make a point, he insults someone else's intelligence. Can you name I, I, I Corey, I tell you brother, if I would have been in that debate, I'd be like, "Oh, you want to play trivia?" Okay. Name 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 10 historically black colleges and universities go. Name five prominent black active right now black civil rights leaders. Go. Name 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 five states that are predominantly black. Go. Just no, one. Just name one. <laughs> name look, name five black mayors in this country. Go. She she better than me. Matter of fact, Nikki Haley, call me. I, I will be your public relations person to get you prepared for these type of people. Cause, you know, it's like the whole reason why we have these DEI efforts is not to create division it is to remind people that this is the united states and everyone in this country who by the way is an immigrant has <laughs> another conversation like go back to africa go back where you came from you go back intelligence intelligence is where you realize that even if i'm not the same everybody has a right law-abiding tax-paying citizens to equal access. That's it. That's it. Vivek. Oh, I can't wait for him to come to the RNC. We're going to have him on the show. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. 
You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. 855-616-1620 is the number. That's the Old National Bank. Talking tech, slime, Old National Bank. Get old. So, I don't know what's really happening or people really understand what it is they're destroying in America. Like, like what is, what is, help, help me understand. Um, we had this issue with critical race theory that nobody understood. And now we have this issue with DEI, which nobody seems to understand. In the end, People want to be treated with the same dignity and respect that everybody else is. There it is. That that when you are the majority, you recognize that there are some things that are that are indigenous to people who have privilege, as which some black people do. But also recognize like you can't like have all the marbles like at some point. If we're if we're united. In the United States, that means we got to share. Exactly. And, 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 that's, and nobody's asking for less. We're not asking for less than meritocracy. We're asking I, for just I completely agree with a you, fair Dr. chance. I completely agree. And um, for the sake of, of being a broadcasting journalist, not by certification, but by trade, which I think has just as much merit, I want to uh, pronounce Vivek. Ramaswamy's name correctly, mm-hmm. as well as Nikki Haley, who are both Republican presidential candidates. But yeah, Mr. Ramaswamy, when you come to Milwaukee during the RNC, would love to have a conversation with you. So if there's anybody who's listening that can connect me with Mr. Ramaswamy, because I, I'm, I'm starting to get really annoyed with how you speak from a lens that you have absolutely zero experience from. And again, I, I look, foreign policy is is definitely a critical component to being an effective president of the United States. But to come for someone's capability, acumen, and competency because they can't name three provinces in Ukraine <laughs> regarding what I'm like But here's the kicker. Okay, you want to play trivia? Let's play trivia. If he challenges her as an ethnic minority, mm-hmm. she was born in Punjab, mm. India. And her main name is her 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 name is let me scroll all the way back up. Nemarada, correct. Nikki, Radhawa, mm. Haley. Yep, Haley is her married. One more name. time, can you say it again? Nemarada. Okay. N i m a r a t a. Nikki. Randhawa. R a n d h a w a. Haley. Her parents were both born in at, in Punjab. Hmm. Migrated here, so of course she went to private school, and he was a professor and all that. I'm not, I'm not bashing her for oh, what no. I'm saying. I mean, but these are, but like, like I said, everybody in this country comes from immigrants. But Nikki everybody. is actually her name. Ah, that's her middle name, which means little one. Okay. And so he, the one place he can't attack her is as a woman and as an ethnic minority because. Their heritage both comes from the same country. Interesting. So how do you how do you attack somebody who can then turn around and attack you the same way? Well, and my thing is, how do you come from, like foreign policy again? I'm not just dis, I'm not discounting that that's a a, a, ba- a very essential uh, element towards your acumen when running the country that pretty much funds every other country. But doggone it, how he did it 
And I was like, you're on American soil right now. Well, it's the only place he could have ever done that. <laughs> Nikki? Because like, if he was somewhere else, he'd have been in jail. Nikki Haley, call me. I am the effective communication coach. Call me. I would love to support you in terms of how you respond to that type of vitriol. And just bitterness. Like, that comes from a place of bitterness. Like, we're supposed to be debating about how to run right. this country. And you come to me about, they, look, she can't even name three. Pro- look, And he was like, look, look, she can't even say it now. Humiliating her. Well, I don't That's know if it debate. was. I don't know if it was humiliating. It, Dr. Ken, the woman was a UN ambassador. Clearly, She's put up with the woman. Clearly looked humiliated. That's why Chris Christie. I'm telling you, watch. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. He, she was humiliated. You could tell because when you're humiliated, you're processing different emotions, including. Also, do I say something? Because whatever I say at this point is going to be all over Fox News, CNN. So she at that moment clearly was humiliated, insulted. And she was definitely disrespected. Well, he has a he has a condescending tone when he speaks to everybody. To everybody, yeah, it's, let, it's let not him just everybody. I'm not, but yeah. I'm just, I'm talking about that situation. But come on and bring your condescending tale to Milwaukee, and, and I'll I'll debate with you. I think any Sunday night in 2024 will work. Come on, come on. because see what people don't understand is that when you are a professional debater and speaker, you have to go through certain training, including knowing Robert's rules. All right. And he clearly does not know Robert's rules, so, Mr. Wannabe President. So here's what I suggest. Evan, I'm going to go out on the limb. Please. Let's start co- uh, connecting with the folks who are in the Republican debates. Come on, come on, Vivek. And I think Sunday night when we're on would be a good time to uh, come on the show. Corey, as, as someone who is very close, we, Corey is like my brother, literally. Do you think, I, you think Vivek, Vivek and I would have a good conversation, good debate? As long as I'm here. Do you think do you think you think I can hold yeah, mine? Of course. As long as I'm here. What do you mean? Course. No, you just be a you just be a bystander. <laughs> we here at WTMJ do not condone. You sound like an old Batman episode. Hey. Right. Hey. Um but no, Mr. I'm Robin. Ra- Mr. I'm Ramaswamy, Robin. if you are listening, or if anyone from Mr. Ramaswamy's campaign team, communications team, whatever. I challenge you right here live on six twenty. Invite. Oh, I gotta be that way. Okay. I wanna invite you to have a conversation with me about your candidacy and how what makes you most qualified to run this country. And we got a list of stuff we want you to name. I'll be like, go. (laughs) Look, (laughs) ten HBCUs, ten black mayors, ten active uh Anybody well, no. that's black in leadership, you can't name right. Tim Scott, you can't name Barack Obama, and you can't name Martin Luther and King. And you can't name Martin Luther King. Those and are three Malcolm that, X. Yeah, and Malcolm X. Let's go. <laughs> I'll be like, what? And they need to be born in the 20th century. I'm like, Mr. Mr. Ramaswamy, you had so much intellect regarding black people when Don Lemon got fired. What's wrong now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Vivek. Let's go. Yeah. Healthy debate i think don got fired because of the comments he made well, about uh yeah that was the straw that the, broke the camel's the back women that being oh well you know you're over 50 so what and I, i'm like the when you said that yeah did you feel your wallet get oh no he good donald lemon is he got he got a nice severance he's doing just fine i'm not condoning uh, what he said i'm just letting you know it doesn't work that way he's doing just fine c smith from a from a money standpoint dt ogdk The Truth on TMJ. Evan, appreciate you. Jessica, 
Appreciate you from the WTMJ Breaking News Center. We're out. We will see you in the new year. Our next show will be sometime in January 7th, and we'll be relaxed, refreshed. I'll be just getting off a and flight. And ready for Vivek Ramaswamy. And ready for Come Vivek on. Ramaswamy. Can't wait for the RNC. God bless. Take care. I'm out. <laughs>